As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa. If you're new here, this is a podcast geared towards women who want to feel healthy, look good, and stay organized. We tend to lean a little bit crunchy, but want to stay modern and pulled together at the same time. We talk a lot about planning, beauty, wellness, hobbies, and everything in between. We're real women doing our best to live well anyway in the midst of life's chaos. I'm so glad you're here. And you guys, today, this is like a very real, vulnerable episode with me and my good friend Katie Deckett. I mean, this is really talking about the everything in between. We are doing sort of a wrap up on our year, on our words from this last year, our planning for 2023, what we're thinking about goals and how to kind of tackle things. I go into a whole deep dive about how I'm sort of bucking a lot of the planning that I usually do this time of year where I get really introspective and look back at the last year and why I'm not doing that as much this year and what I am doing instead trying to look forward to 2023. So it's kind of just a raw and real episode where we are really talking about kind of what it really means to live well anyway. When the hard stuff comes and you've had a really hard year, how you can keep moving forward and how you can adjust things and be gentle with yourself and figure out what you need to do to keep on going. And I think that's a really relevant conversation right now. So while it might not be the most like peppy and cheery episode, I hope that it will maybe make a lot of you guys feel seen, that maybe feel in the exact same place that I have been feeling or some of the same struggles that Katie has been feeling. Because that is sort of always our mission here, that we want to be really real with you guys and honest and have a lot of fun and learn great things and be able to take care of ourselves, but also know that like life is hard and what can we do to make it better? What can we do to live well anyway in the midst of all of that crazy? I mean, it's literally what we talk about. It's literally the whole premise of this show. So hopefully you can relate to us in this episode and maybe take a little bit away from it. We would love to hear from you guys. It's always so fun when you DM us on Instagram or respond to the newsletter or any of the ways that you can get in touch with us. We really love to be able to hear from you guys, hear what is resonating with you, how the episode spoke to you. And if you have ideas of things that you really want to hear more about in 2023, we are all ears. We are currently in the midst of getting all of that content planned out. 
out, and we would love to know what you're interested in. For both the podcast, for Patreon, we're going to be doing a lot with the Live Well Anyway Facebook community, which you can find at facebook.com slash groups slash live well anyway. So you can find that over there. I'm also going to really be hitting YouTube hard. There should be a new episode out this week. And you guys, I'm only 15 subscribers away from the thousand. So if you have not hopped over there and subscribed on YouTube to my channel, I would just so appreciate it and so love it. You can go to youtube.com slash Mackenzie Coppa. Find everything over there. I would love to be able to connect with you there. I'm really excited about the content that we are going to be bringing to that space in this next year. So don't miss out on it. Make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash Mackenzie Coppa. So those are some of the ways that you can be connecting with us, following us, being in touch over this next year as we go into some fun new plans. But I also wanted to mention, this is something I mentioned in last week's episode, but if you are heading into this next year going, you know what, I feel like I have a ton on my plate, I'm really overwhelmed, everything feels a little scattered, I could really use some other eyes on my planning to help me to hone things in and get a better plan for 2023. I'm your gal. I would love to come alongside you as a planning coach and help you walk through that process of really doing a thorough brain dump, looking at all the things that are on your plate, and then getting those things organized into how you can get them done, what you can just get done that's been on your list for a while and you've been procrastinating on and you just need to knock out and figuring out a plan to get those things out of the way, but then looking at those daily tasks and how to build more of a sustainable sustainable routine and plan moving forward, I would love to come alongside you and help you to figure out all of those logistics and get that really nailed down for your 2023. So if that is something that you are interested in, you would like to chat with me about possibly getting some coaching for heading into the next year, you can get a hold of me on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa. Just shoot me a DM. I would love to be able to chat with you there. Or you can also email me at MackenzieCoppaMedia at gmail.com. So we will have all of those links in the show notes so that you can be able to get a hold of me and figure all of that out. But I would love to be able to chat with you about possibly helping you in the new year. All right, without further ado, let's head into this wrap up episode, our last episode of 2022 with me and Katie Duckett. Hello, Katie. Hi, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh my goodness. I sent out a newsletter this morning to patrons and I was like, well, I don't know about any of you, but I really feel like, can we just get this Christmas thing over and done with so I can get to like the New Year's planning part? (laughs) Just give my (laughs) full focus to that. But I know not everyone feels that way. So here we are. Although I will say this episode is largely about the New Year's planning stuff and wrapping up our year and all of that. And I don't feel like I have fully gotten there yet. Like, shoot. I know. I feel like I have these overall ideas, but it's been a little bit harder this year. You know what I think has been holding me back? Okay. So I've been trying to get into my power sheets and like really do that whole process. And anytime they ask me to look back over the last year, I'm like, but I don't want to. Why? Why do I have to do that? And when it's like, and where are you at right now? And I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. And then they're like, and where do you want to be in five years? And I'm like, I can't think about that either. I can think about Mm -hmm. like the next month 
or maybe just this next year. But I don't want to look back and I don't want to look too far forward. (laughs) I just want to look at exactly what I can control and do those things. Thank you very much. That is very interesting. And so like, so what do you do as a planner? What do you do when that's when that's the situation? Well, some of it, I think, is kind of owning what I've been telling people like about power sheets and about planning in general is that you have to listen to your personality and your current season and where you're at in your cycle and like all of those things. Planning is very personal and it's okay. I have to tell myself this. It's okay if I don't do everything by the book because this process has worked well for me in the past many times. It's not right now. And that's okay. I'm in a different season than I've been in in the past. And in some ways, it's kind of been enlightening for me in that way. That like, you know what? It's okay for me to not listen to other people. This is maybe the biggest takeaway I'm having and like what I'm taking into 2023 is that I know about myself, and I'm sure this will not shock you, And maybe it's because I'm an Enneagram 3, but I'm pretty good at melding to what other people want or what other people need or like I'm pretty adaptable in that way. It's probably a lot of what makes me a good voice actor because directors can give me their directions and I can do it. I can be what they need me to be. But in that process, a lot of times I lose who I am or Mm. what I want to do, or what makes me happy, or how I know it works well for me to run my life because I'm trying to adapt to somebody else's life, or I'm trying to do what someone else thinks I should be doing, or, you know, whatever. Whether it's a partner, or a parent, or a kid, or a business thing, or whatever, I, I can lose myself in that process pretty easily. And I, I feel like a big part of my goals for 2023 is less about like, like I have a lot of very specific business goals and I can look at those things and drill those down and, and make a plan moving forward with them. But a lot of like my personal life stuff is like, Hey, remember who you are. Remember how you know you work best and then come at these situations from that place. And Mm. I think I've lot I've let a lot of those things go and it's kind of like a reclaiming of that again into 2023 like whoever is else is around me I know that I work best when I have a plan <laughs> and if the people around me don't like having a plan then that's just not going to work I have to have a plan for me and I need to do certain things to take care of myself and and be true to who I am and so Not trying to, because I know a lot of people could hear this and think of it as a really, like coming from a really selfish place or being very self-centered. And that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say like, when I look back at times in my life when I have been thriving and I've done really well and I've been the most happy, there are certain things about my life at those times and the way I was doing things that I think really work for me. And when I abandon them, I don't do as well. And so it's recapturing those things, coming back to them and saying, no, I 
that is how I operate. I do well with a routine. I do well with trying to maintain a streak and like having that air of competition with myself. I do well when I have like these certain things in place in my life and I can own those as that is just part of who I am and other people can take it or leave it. But that's what I'm going to do in my life. I hear you saying like, it's almost like an anchor for you. Like whatever comes, you've got this place that makes sense that you can kind of like hold on tight to like you've already established this is what needs to be done this is how it needs to be done so when other people's priorities or issues come in it doesn't pull you completely to a different place you can kind of stay there yeah well and I think that I'm too quick to abandon the things that I know work well and help me to be my best self to try to cater to what somebody else wants to do. And and then you can just kind of really easily lose yourself in that process. And and then that leads to an unraveling in a lot of areas. So. Well, you know, in some ways it feels like you've done deep work. You know, you're making these recognitions. You know what you need to do to help yourself and stay the course. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it just like, it hasn't been as formulaic in the past, the way that I would like go through the power sheets and write down all of the things and, you know, do that work in that way, writing it down in that way felt too hard this year. And Mm. I think just being able to say, you know what, I'm going to skip those pages and that's okay. And right now, when there's so many things in my life that are still up in the air it can almost feel, man, I'm not going to get, I don't get choked up on this podcast. What's wrong with me? Um, <laughs> It can feel like really daunting and scary and almost sad to try to think of five years from now. So some of those pages in the power sheets that are like, what will matter at the end of your life? And, you know, all of that. Well, I've done that work before. I know things that I think will matter at the end of my life. It will have been, you know, the kind of person I was and the kinds of relationships that I have with my family and, and all of that. But trying to think of a five-year plan or a 10-year plan when so much is out of my control and there's so much up in the air, it feels more comforting to me right now to be like, I'm going to look at how I can make my daily life look right now that feels really true to who I am and what I can be doing in my business right now and over the course of this year that will help to put us in a better position just one year from now. I don't need to think about what it's going to look like even two years from now. I just need to look at, and, and I think I've even distilled it down a little bit farther. Like I have some bigger goals for things with the business that I want to achieve over the course of the year And I'm like, okay, those numbers would be really great to hit business-wise. But I'm just going to focus on like January through March and really trying to dial that in and get a really good handle on what content I need to put out and when I'm going to get all of that done so that I can be consistent with those things. And like just looking at things from a little bit more micro perspective, I think is going to help me to make those bigger strides Because if I'm so focused on where I'm trying to get two years from now, I I don't always look at, well, like, well, but what needs to be done today? Yeah. And so I'm just trying to look at things a little bit more like that and 
I know that a big thing for me is being more on top of things. I feel more like myself when I'm making sure I'm doing my planning, when I'm staying on top of my home, when I'm getting up and getting dressed in the morning, when, you know, like I'm taking care of my health, all those little things that sometimes I think I've let go in the name of like, well, I've got this bigger thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I have to come back to that place, and we've talked about it before, but but that place of like, no, those things matter, and those things help me to get to those bigger places. So I need to really focus on what my day-to-day life and planning looks like and kind of come back to that micro level as well, and then also finding a way to like get ahead on my work and batch things and, and not constantly feel like I'm playing catch up. Like, I think that's a big thing for me going into this next year is wanting to feel a little bit more ahead of the game. Yeah. That's so smart. So that's, that's a little, that's like the general, (laughs) the general feel of where I am at right now in this planning process (laughs) for 2023. How are you doing looking at next year? It does sound practical though. I mean, I do feel like you've done some some stirring up to come up with even I know it doesn't seem as practical and as like glossy and exciting as sometimes your planning looks but it does seem like good heart work yeah well and it's been interesting because I usually just I adore my power sheets and I love to get in there and write those things down so I can look back at them a year from now and all of that and I find myself I have not opened up last year's sheets one time to look back at what I wrote. Mm -hmm. And I think some of that is just feeling like, well, 2020 was a dumpster fire or 2022, 2020 was as well. (laughs) But this one, it felt more personally like a dumpster fire of a year for a Mm -hmm. lot of reasons and a lot of things that I just didn't see coming and in kind of like all areas of my life that have been really, really hard. That's but, nice. Yeah. There's balance, right? Yeah. Yeah, year. really. Just let, let's hit every <laughs> single area. That'd be great. <laughs> but I haven't wanted to do that work. I found myself just jumping more to the like, okay, well, let's just get practical about it. Like sit down and really start filling out that content calendar and what can that look like? And then detailing like, well, what can a day look like in order to fit all of these things in that I want to do and thinking about actually more of the practical steps than the dreaming is where I find myself at right now. And usually that's not the case for me. Usually I do a lot more visionary work and dreaming and what can things be like? And, you know, that's, that's just not where I'm at right now. It is like, Mm -hmm. you know what? It's been hard for a really long time. I don't want it to be hard anymore. I want to enjoy my life and the like the way my life looks on a daily basis. So what things do I need to put in place to make that happen? Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Okay, ladies, we are going to take a quick break to talk about a simple supplement that you can be incorporating into your days for 2023 that is going to make a huge impact on your health. And that is AG1 by Athletic Greens. So I have been taking Athletic Greens for a while now, and I absolutely 
love it. When I got out there and I compared everything that was out on the market, it just stood so far above any other company, any other product. I've been so impressed and it packs so much punch. I usually take it about mid-morning because that's when it fits best into my schedule. That's when I'm wanting a little bit more of an energy boost and it's got so much in it that it just really helps to kind of give me that oomph I need to be getting into the rest of my day. It helps me to focus. I feel like my digestion works better. I know that my skin has felt so clear. It helps me to stay more clear-headed, to deal with stress. It just helps me to feel like a more healthy person all the way around. So what is AG1? What does it have in it? Well, with just one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. That is so much that they pack in there that it really takes care of a lot of these other vitamins and supplements that you're trying to fit into your life and afford all into one supplement that you just drink one time a day. It's so easy. It fits any lifestyle, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. It fits all of those criteria. Plus, it's super clean. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs or nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still allowing it to taste good, which is pretty amazing. It's just this little micro habit that you can incorporate into your day with huge benefits, and it costs less than $3 a day to be investing in your health in a really big way. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, plus they are a climate-neutral certified company, and for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry right here in the U.S. So right now, heading into a brand new year, it's the perfect time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash livewell. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash livewell to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So what is it looking like for you right now? So we're talking about recapping or are you asking me future looking? Well, I mean, I guess we could... We could do both. I mean, to look back at your last year, I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit last week with the courses you've taken and stuff that you've made serious strides in your business. Yeah. Well, I didn't even have a business a year ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even have a clue that a business was coming a year ago. I thought I was going a completely different direction buying a business. So, I mean, it's this year like will stand out I think as I reflect back of just a year with rapid growth and development and um, pivoting a lot of pivoting like Mm -hmm. I really felt like I was headed one direction and I went all in and studied and researched and learned and then we had to cut left and it looked like something else and then I had to study and learn and figure things out and I think my brain has grown I think my skill set has grown like it's just been crazy to see how much has developed this last year and there's still some pieces I'm going into 2023 with some things still needing to be done business-wise to really get I mean to be honest I haven't marketed I haven't done any of that yet because I've been 
pretty booked. So I would like to get to a place where I define, am I custom orders only? Am I pre-sales? Like, what do I want it to look like rather than just what do I have ahead? What, what orders have I already taken? You know, I've just kind of let everything in without filtering much out. And so now I think it's time to take a step back and be like, but what do I want it to look like and um, move forward with a, a better plan? Yeah. So I think that I need to do like personal planning, but business planning and projecting. And I have a lot of tools all of a sudden, and I just, I need to organize and use them well so that I don't burn out so that I don't get overbooked that I can still love doing this because I sure yeah. do love doing it um, but I don't want to burn out I don't want it to all be like work where I'm never developing I'm never doing the creative part mm-hmm. and I've had seasons like that where it's just it's just a lot and you're kind of not excited about what you're working on and yeah. then it's it's a drag so I want to be wise with my time and my resources and the limited amount of time I really do have to give yeah. to it so yeah, I just, I need to define it and be intentional. Well, and also I think a big part of also helping you to not burn out with it is to make sure you're getting paid. Well, I mean, there's that too. There's that. (laughs) I should probably consistently charge. Yes. (laughs) Not have every job turn into, oh, I didn't know I was donating these cookies, but I guess I am. And I'm always like, wait, what? No, I know, but I I mean, I love that I've learned. I am not a good business woman in that sense. Like I have to have rules that I follow rather than just, you know, the less defined I am, the more that kind of stuff creeps in like, Oh, that's sure. (laughs) Let's just don't even worry about it. But the more defined I am, the more I'm working a plan, the harder that would be to disappoint myself or the goal I have, or, you know, I just have to, I have to put these things into motion so that I can be successful at this. Well, and I find that in so many different areas. I mean, that's a lot of like what I'm acknowledging about my life is the more I have the plan, the more I stick to it. And the more detailed I am about it, then the better I am at sticking to it. Now, I know that's not everybody's personality. I know not everyone thrives that way, but I have done a lot of trial and error (laughs) for the past year, especially. And I have to acknowledge that when I get in there and I make a nitty gritty plan about what I'm doing, I have more follow through. And that is just, I can't ignore that. Yeah. I mean, I feel that way so much with homeschool. I've, I've seen my personality in this way where if I, if I plan and I really put in that front end work and I, past division and I follow it. I really do follow yeah. it very diligently, but it's the times when I'm like, I'm going to leave this open and just kind of see how it feels. And, you know, there's a certain extent of that. You can take some creative Liberty. If there's a plan, if there is no plan, I resort to laziness and yeah. path of least resistance. And it just happens every single time. Whereas if I'm planned out very well, but I don't feel like doing that, I'll give myself the room to create a different plan, not to do nothing, but just a different way of doing it or a different day, or it works out so much better if I'm working with something versus nothing. Yeah, I 100% agree. I would much rather take liberties with a plan than have no plan at all. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can, if I have a plan, if I know what it is I'm supposed to be doing, then 
I can move those pieces around if I need to. But if I don't even know what the pieces are, then I just don't do them. It just doesn't happen. And getting like even more specific about it, because there's so many steps that you can take to planning. But the more drilled down I get about it, the more successful I am. The more I break it into like smaller and smaller bite-sized pieces for me to break off and get done, the more I have, like, I I don't know if it's just because I like to check off those boxes so much. And so the more I can get like every little thing done or just, it's also probably the, the knowing what all of those little pieces are. I mean, it's just like, I think about, I'm really trying to break into this YouTube thing. I've been wanting to do it for years. I've been talking about doing it for years, but the more I learn about it. So that's a big thing. And I see that almost even like with how the cookie thing happened for you this past year. Like the more you learned about it, the more you wanted to do it, the more you could see the value in it and the opportunities in it. Yeah. And I feel that way with YouTube. Like the more I've been learning about it, the more I get into all the different facets of it, the more interested I am, the more I see it as an opportunity, the more invested I want to be. So there's that learning part, but then there's also the not just coming up with video ideas, but actually going in under those video ideas and being like, okay, well, what are exactly all the points I'm going to talk about in this video? And what are all of the shots that I need to have? And what, you know, links do I need to put in my description? And like, the more I put in that effort, first of all, I don't want to like throw all that effort away by just not following through. Yeah. But it also gives me such specific steps to follow that I get more done. Well, hey. You know, it's and it's part of it is for me is sometimes I think also because I like to plan, I almost feel like, well, this is frivolous. I'm wasting my time. And other people would look in and just think like, oh, she's literally just sitting there like dreaming or, you know, like, is she doing anything real? Because it does, the planning itself doesn't always feel like it has an end product. It's just the planning. But it does have an end product. It leads to the other work getting done. And so it's worth it. It's worth it for me to spend two solid days planning if that's what I need to do in order to then make all the other pieces fall into place. Mm-hmm. So it's not Wait, like I'm still, let's, let's do it. Let's yes, plan. Let's plan. And <laughs> yeah, and not have to feel like like this is where I'm I'm at this year is like plan at whatever place you need to plan. Like for me right now, it just feels too draining to do all of the dreaming and the, you know, visionary stuff. But I can look at the numbers right now. I can look at the specifics and pull together all those little pieces. I can do that. And so it's much more draining and time wasting for me to sit and do the visionary stuff right now. Where in mm. years past, that hasn't been the case. But right now, I literally found myself the other day, I sat in front of my computer for an hour and a half with my power sheets open and really did nothing. It just kind of was like stuff swirling around in my head. And what do I actually want to write down? And do I really want to think about this right now? And do I, you know, that was not productive for me right now. Where times in the past, that's been an exciting thing that has led to productivity. Right now, it's not. And it's okay. Like I have to give myself permission to let that go. Like I can let that go. I don't have to fill out those pages. I don't have to do that. 
I can just jump to the practical. And maybe maybe three months down the line, I'm going to feel ready to go in and do those pages and do all of that work. But for me right now, it's not happening and that's okay. Yeah. I like all the permission you're giving that it can come in different forms and to read yourself well and move forward where you're going to be productive and not spin wheels that are pointless right now. But yeah, give yourself that grace. Yeah. I think that I think I'm generally pretty hard on myself and and I let other people be hard on me too. And I think I'm just kind of tired of it. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? I can look back at, you know, let's just say the past three months and say, I've really worked hard and I've really tried hard in a lot of different areas. And I'm going to give myself that. And Absolutely. even though things don't look the way that I want them to, I can look back and with all assurity say it's not for lack of trying. Yeah. So I just need to give myself that permission to to move forward in that space of like, no, you're doing it. Just keep doing it. Just keep just yeah. keep doing what you need to do. Yeah. And don't you think everybody just operates better from that perspective? Yeah. Rather than the driven like, oh, you failed, you failed, yep. you failed. I tell my son who's a one that all the time, like, give yourself, like, love yourself, give yourself some grace next year. Like he's going to be on his own. I'm not going to be there to do that softening, but like, that's something I think we all have to learn is how to, how to motivate ourselves and how to approach ourselves from a place of love and grace and not give, you know, sometimes you can go too far where yeah, there's just laziness, but yeah. there's a happy medium for everybody. Yeah, no, I agree. And so much of it is the, just like picking yourself back up again yeah I mean because sometimes we really do mess up goodness knows I've I have a lot (laughs) and (laughs) even this year I can look back at things and be like well that wasn't the right decision and I didn't do enough there and whatever Mm -hmm. but if I just keep staring at those things then I'm just going to keep making bad decisions and not doing enough and Mm -hmm. so there is a point where you just have to like take that deep breath, let it out and be like, okay, moving on. on. (laughs) What's the next thing? (laughs) There is always a next thing. So you got to just keep, keep going. Yeah. So, so true. Yeah. Switching gears for a moment. If you're older than 50, you won't want to miss this. If you're listening to this Gerber Life Guaranteed Life Insurance Sponsorship ad, there's a good chance that you're alive. And if you're not, well, this may not be of interest to you. Now, I know what you're thinking. Life insurance? I'm going to live forever. Death is what happens to other people. Well, for the sake of argument, let's assume you're wrong and that someday you won't be listening to podcasts anymore. I know it's not easy to talk about, so I'll do the talking. If you're 50 plus and alive or 50 to 75 in New York, you can apply for Gerber Life Guaranteed Life Insurance with guaranteed acceptance, regardless of your health. And since this life insurance is guaranteed, you don't have to get a medical exam. In fact, you don't even have to fill out a health questionnaire. For a free quote, just visit GerberLifeFamily.com. Then, when you stop, I mean, if you stop listening to podcasts, Your family can use the insurance money to help cover your final expenses or anything else. Your kids already inherited your ears, allergies, and questionable singing voice. Don't make them inherit your final expense tab, too. See website for terms and restrictions. Have you decided on a word for 2020? I have. 
All right. Yeah. And you know what? So at first I was pretty gung ho about it. And then I was like, you know how your word can always <laughs> and have like yeah. a dual. And I was like, wait a second. I don't like where that, where this word could go. And so it's made wait, me a little Wait, bit should we step back and say what your word was last year or this year? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my <laughs> word last year was feast, which had all kinds of, wow. Like I, I feel like this year more than any other, I really attached myself to this word. I never lost sight of it. <laughs> it <was so laughs> very present in my life. And um, I even named my business, my cookie business. Yeah. Feast. So, I mean, it really had significance in my life for sure. <laughs> Initially, I chose that word because I was going to, like, it was more of a dietary thing. It was a license to sit down at the feast and enjoy and yeah. not just sort of facilitate, but like be present there. Because and you definitely... literally wouldn't even taste the stuff that you created. Yep. And I knew I, going... I know. And I knew I was going into a year where I wanted to bake more and learn mm-hmm. different things and challenge myself in different ways. I wanted to be able to taste it. That just was part of the part of the focus. Like don't yeah don't do this and go after it. If you're not also going to enjoy it, like it's not other people, it's for you too. And I really, I I mean, I can say I did that. I absolutely did that. I learned macarons. I learned, um, I really, I wouldn't say I mastered Royal icing, but I've learned it. I have a recipe that I depend on. I've learned the different consistencies that you need to decorate well and I've tasted them. I've eaten my cookies. I know what I'm, I knew what I was after. And I felt like I was able to attain it in part because I could taste it. It's really yeah. hard when you're not able to, you don't give yourself that permission. Well, um, even in that Christina Tosi class that you took where she was having you like think of a memory and equate that to flavors and create yep. this unique mixture of all those different ideas and flavors and you know everything you could not have done that if you yeah. weren't able to taste it yeah i mean the the sentiment of it would have been lost the yeah. purpose of, of you know making a memory that you can actually taste that you can actually feel on a deeper level like it would have been lost yeah so i mean that was it really was such an important an integral part of my development this year. But what I didn't see coming was that I had this awful knee injury this last May and it completely changed my mobility and all this feasting. It's definitely been a part of my life in a different way too, where I haven't been able to balance. I I just, I, I just feel like I'm ending this year at a heavier weight point than I certainly was a year ago. And I've had to wrestle with that all year like am I supposed to drop the word am I supposed to drop developing and tasting things am I supposed to get comfortable with this what like what am I supposed to do because my mobility is so limited I can't walk I mean I can't go for a walk I can walk yeah. but I can't really do the kind of exercise that I've become comfortable with there are certainly things I can do but it's not burning the calories that I would like to be burning so it's just added this whole other facet of confusion and frustration and question marks. I feel like, but God, why, why this year would this happen? And I, I need surgery to repair the knee. I've probably talked about this on the show before, 
And because of the way our insurance has worked this year, the amount of injuries our sons have had in their sports, I have to wait until the first of the year before I can really take action with the knee. So it's just been a prolonged, I don't want to call it suffering, but um, it's well, <laughs> I think you could. I think the people around me can probably call it that. Yeah. Because I, it's, been, it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. And to deal with the amount of ice and snow as we have this winter oh. early on and to have an injury. And like, I've never had as much empathy for the elderly with <laughs> just issues where you yeah. see a parking lot and you're like, Oh dear Lord, am I going to make it? Like, how am I going to make it? I don't know if I'm going to make it. I think I'll just go home. Like, I'm forget yeah. it. Forget Never mind. It. Yeah. Where's my handicap parking pass? It's, it's, it's really a factor. I remember when I was pregnant, like I was always constantly thinking, is there going to be a bathroom where I'm going? Yeah. Is there? Because I have to troubleshoot that. And I'm doing the same thing now <laughs> with ice. How close can I park to where I'm going? Will I have a strong young man to give me their elbow or not? Yeah. Because if not, I might not go. <laughs> Just for, go ahead and forget it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So super frustrating. I really hate it. Um, it's not been fun. And it, and it's just been, it's just felt extremely prolonged. So that has also played into the feasting because I haven't been able to control this and I've just sort of felt at the mercy of this word in a lot of ways developing self-control but I'm used to having I'm used to eating a keto diet I prefer it I like it yeah but it's also something I can very tightly control and I think that was the essence of this word was sort of like giving that up and just enjoying and being present and so I've just I've really warred all year with the concepts and what I feel like God is doing in my life and then the limitations. Ah, so I don't know where I'm ending exactly other than no word has brought me to this level of fruit and frustration. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where it's scary to pick a word because it could go in a lot of directions. Yes. Yep. Yes. It, and you don't know. And I feel like you never really can foresee it. Even if you think about the word from all different facets, you never really get what's coming. Yeah. Well, and it's like that whole idea of when you ask God for patience and he gives you opportunities to be patient. And it's like, but no, <laughs> that's that, that's not what I wanted. Yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> I just wanted like a supernatural gifting of this thing. Not all the work that it entails. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But that's where the real growth comes from. And it's through those hard, uncomfortable moments. And I I mean, I've all the way from like business side, the the discomfort and like where I'm ending here with realizing I I have to do the uncomfortable thing, which is charge for me. That's the hardest part of this whole business is actually charging a wage that makes it worth it for me to do it not just the same as what the grocery store store would charge um what feels fair to somebody who doesn't know the amount of time and energy and work Mm -hmm. that goes into it but truly a fair price and um that's very uncomfortable for me but to continue and to put my time here I just I have to come to terms with that yeah and it is it is it's hard to charge people I think we should just both take over 
that part of each other's businesses. Yeah. Well, you did that for a little while at the beginning of last year, because I think you could see where this was headed. Yeah, um... (laughs) I did. Yeah. Um, There's a few people I wish you would have run through me this, the rest of this year as well. Well, I know. And we kind of got to a point where I didn't tell you until after the fact that, oh, that one was like gratis. (laughs) No, I didn't charge. And I was like, I'm sorry. What? What? (laughs) Okay. Oh, I know. Especially the quantity. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. I digress. You're super gracious to take all that on. Well, I really love doing it and I would love to do it. I would love to just do it and offer it. it. I just, if butter didn't cost what it costs and it wasn't as time consuming, I would really love that. But it, the way yeah. the world is right now, like that's not possible. I can't do the level of what I want to do for nothing because it just, yeah. It just and there have work. been certain things that, I mean, I know your heart is like, you just love to like give to people and you know, you're, you have that tuness and that sweetness about you. But also there have been really great things that have come out of it for when you have been paid. You were able to do things like get senior pictures and, you know, like stuff like that for your kids that you didn't really even have to think about or worry about that has been very worthwhile and and your time is worth something, you know? And so I think that that is part of valuing yourself and what you're doing that, it does matter and it's okay to charge and it can be really hard, but, but you have something legitimate that you are offering to people. Yeah. And the more that I practice and the the more that I do it, the better I get. And it, it becomes clearer and clearer. You know, a year ago, I didn't have a clue what I was doing and to charge yeah. felt uncomfortable. Like we're both taking a risk here. <laughs> yeah. You're trusting me a bit. But now yeah, it is different. And that that needs to be something that I'm respecting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's your word for 2023? Okay, um, strength. Oh, I know. And like I said, I, first, I was very excited, like, oh, my gosh, because I'm going to get my knee fixed. Yes. <laughs> make this a real focus on strength and strengthening and like getting back to that place. Yes. But then I started thinking about all the ways it could be spun and well, certainly with one of my sons graduating and leaving mm-hmm. for college, I'm That's going to need strength, like emotional yeah. strength. Oh my gosh. And then I'll have another one starting his senior year next year. Again, you know, all of these <laughs> things are going to have to take some emotional fortitude that I don't know that I currently have, so I can see where it's coming into play, but it also makes me super nervous. Like if I'm saying I want to focus on strength, where are the weaknesses going to pop up? You know, I'm going to see them. They're going to be here and I'm going to have to deal with them. (laughs) Well, and I mean, strength, I just, I think of like going to the gym and lifting weights and like, you have to work for that. And it's like a lifestyle. It has to be done on such a consistent basis to gain real ground and yeah it's a good one well it's it's it is it's clear I mean it's just been coming at me from a lot of different angles louder than a lot of years where I feel like okay all right strength let's do this I'm ready I am so ready to feel strong um physically and not weak and that this year I feel like has really been defined by that so I'm ready for the work I'm ready to embrace it I just I want to get on the other side of this 
And again, also emotionally, I feel ready to, you know, this whole prolonged, oh my gosh, it's the senior year. Oh, we're doing all of this applying to colleges and studying for the SAT and, and essay writing and scholarship stuff. And there's so much buildup. Yeah. I'm also ready to just be strong and have it have that closure of like, we did it, we did it well, let's move on to the next, this, this just feels very prolonged and painful and yeah. anticipating the end, you know, where God gives us grace when we need it. And I know that I don't have to dread what that's going to feel like in June. I know that I'll have what I need at that time, but it's so hard not to struggle with anticipating and what that's going to feel like and how much that's going to hurt and how sad it's going to feel next year at this time. And I don't, I don't need to go there. So yeah. it's, it's staying in that, staying in the moment and enjoying the moment and not projecting. Yeah. I, I, that takes some strength as well. Definitely. It definitely does. It's hard to not let yourself go there and wonder and think about what things could be like. And, you yeah. know, I think that's, that's kind of a lot of where I've been at too. And with so many things changing and so many things up in the air and not really knowing what they're going to look like. And it's, it's easy to create a thousand different circumstances and have your brain just go there. It's much harder to have that strength to say, no, I'm, I'm going to take my thoughts captive. I'm not going to let myself go there. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to decide what I'm going to think about or where I'm going to let this go. That is a totally different type of strength, but just as valid. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I applaud you for it. And you said next year at this time is going to be hard, but he'll be back. He'll be back for Christmas break by this time next year. Well, not if he is playing basketball. The, um, oh, stop. He, he wouldn't. Be. I know. I know. But that's where I can't let me. I can't. Okay. I can't yeah. No, I'm we're not going to go there. Right, right. But the coach, when we visited um, one school in September, the coach said, yeah, we just have to tell the parents, kiss the kiss the breaks goodbye because we're either training at Thanksgiving break or we're in our season at Christmas. And so you just can't anticipate that you're going to have your, your son home. Just wow. Like, oh, ouch. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're not going to go there. Strength. Right, Strength. right. So I don't, I don't know. And I just have to you know, what I, what I have found is like, for instance, when we decorated the tree this year, I got in my head and I was sad. Yeah. And instead of enjoying it, I was sad. And Jack turned to me and he's like, mom, are you thinking about next year? And I said, yeah. And he said, I knew it. And he came and he gave me like a little side hug. He's like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, good point. There's nothing like- anyone can do. These especially going, I don't know what to do because I'm still here. I'm still here, mom. I'm still here and I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm causing that for you. Feel that next year, mom. Exactly. And I kind of was in a funk all night. And then the next day I was like, what the heck? Like I ruined it because I let myself go there instead of enjoying this time. I was already sad for it. So that's where I just have this very destructive tendency and I need to be mentally strong and emotionally strong and stay present and enjoy it and not have memories as I look back that I really ruined because I was so sad for what is to come. And I know God will give me grace for that. So there's really nothing to 
to be projecting about. There mm-hmm. isn't, but it's such a tendency. It's almost like this control. Like if I can, if I can see it and I can feel it now, then maybe it won't hurt as badly. Yeah. But that's a lie. It's yeah. a lie. And it ruins the present. And so I've got to, I've got to get a hold of that and not ruin these lasts. Yeah. That's not, not at all easy. Mm-mm. But you can. Yeah. Because you're going to have strength. I'm going to have strength. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just claim it. Yeah. Okay, ladies, we are going to take a little break for me to talk about one of my very favorite companies. And yes, I know you've heard about them a lot of times before, but I have some exciting new things to talk with you about them, and that is Plan to Eat. I know. You hear me talk about the wonders of meal planning month after month because I legitimately love Plan to Eat. I've been using them for over eight years. They make a huge difference in how I run my life. They take so much stress off of my plate. But I know that a lot of people can kind of feel daunted by getting all of your recipes in there and doing all of that initial work and figuring out how the Plan to Eat platform works. Well, good news. They are starting a learning series the first week of January that you can sign up for right now. And this is such a great opportunity for you to be able to really have your hand held and walking through the process of really getting your plan to eat all honed in so that you can use it well throughout the entire next year. It is such a valuable program. I mean, I really just can't say enough about it. Everything from my ability to drag and drop my meals onto my menu planner, adjust the serving sizes depending on how many people I'm feeding, which feels like it's constantly changing from day to day. It's got my shopping list in there. They also just recently updated their app. So that is slick and clean and fresh and new. And I love always having my shopping list with me no matter where I go and also having my recipes because a lot of times I'm planning in the car or I'm planning at ballet. And I can do that right in the app without having to have my computer or my iPad or anything. They've thought of everything and now they're going to also help you figure out how to use Plan to Eat to the best of its ability to really make your life so much simpler in the next year. Plus, you can still get that 30 days free to be able to really try it out if you've never tried it before and 30% off a yearly subscription if you go to plantoeat.com slash livewell. So head over there, get yourself signed up with a free account trial, and then also join their learning series where you're going to get two weekly emails that are going to walk you through the whole setup process and how to use Plan to Eat, and they are also going to have two live Q&As where you can really get your questions answered and be able to get everything just dialed in just right so that you can use Plan to Eat and make your life so much simpler in 2023. So again, go to plantoeat.com slash livewell to get 30 30 days free, 30% off a yearly subscription, and join their learning series so you know what you're doing. Um, I, okay, well, we can hit on my word real quick from Let's this past year. I don't, I'm going to say right now, though, I don't solidly have what my word is going to be for 2023. As soon as I do, I'll let you all know. I can tell you some of the contenders, but this past year, my word was steady and, you know, it always, it always, I mean, it's just like what we've been talking about. It's always so much more difficult in the process of like, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to choose to stay steady when like everything in your life goes topsy-turvy. 
And it's been a struggle. And I feel a lot like a weeble wobble. (laughs) Mm. Getting knocked down, but then like coming back up again, getting knocked down, but coming back up again. And I found that that's a lot of what study has had to look like this year. And it was, I would say, I think I've handled the study probably better the last half of the year than the first half of the year, which I think usually by the last half of the year, I've kind of forgotten about my word and I'm not really thinking about it anymore, but it would pop up for me. And I think especially this last half, I've I've had to make very deliberate choices that when things got crazy again or other people got crazy again or whatever it was, that I was going to keep moving forward, that I wasn't going to let things take me completely, you know, underwater, that I was just going to keep putting one foot in front of the next and just keep doing the next thing and just not, I mean, I've had, I have my moments, but I think overall I've tried to show up for my people in as steady a way as I can. And I've tried to just keep moving forward without going under. And mm-hmm. and all in all, I think I've done a, you know, a fairly good job. It's not been you 100%. Are you what? are still standing. You are still I standing. I am still standing. So steady, absolutely. You're there. You're still up. Yes. And and I haven't there've been a lot of times where I could have just gone under and just stayed in my bed or, you know, whatever. And I haven't. I've I've been getting back up. And so all in all, I would say, okay, yeah, you made it. Now let's be done with steady. Let's not have so many reasons to need to stay steady. Maybe maybe there will be other things in my life that can be more steady. So I don't have to work so hard to be the steady one. Um, Oh, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. And I can't even imagine But but I Mm -hmm. do feel like after just like trying to stay steady, just like it didn't feel like a day or a year of big like leaps and bounds. It was just the stay steady. I do feel like going into 2023 is much more like, okay, you got to hit it hard. You know, there are things that you've been wanting to do for a long time. You know, there's a way that you've been wanting to live for a long time. You know, those things are there. So now, no holds barred, go after them, put in the work, put in the effort, put in the time, make the stuff happen. Because I think for a lot of years now, I've kind of been living in that, well, I want to do this thing, or I want to do that thing, or I'm scared to do this thing, so I don't do it or whatever. I've been living in that space. But now we're years into it. And I keep going like, where could I have been now, Mm. if I would have been going after it then? Mm. And I'm I'm tired of being in that place of like, ah, but where could I have been? Mm-hmm. And so I think whatever my word ends up being, I've, I mean, it's, I have ideas in my head, everything from like content, but then I'm worried that God will turn that into content. And <laughs> I really want that to like, like, no, not that I'm trying to not be content, but I'm trying to like have some fire under me and be getting stuff done. So I need to not just be like steady anymore. We need to, you know, need to get it moving here. So yeah, I don't know that I'm going to go with content, but um, (laughs) 
I've thought about like deliberate or purpose or work or like things that are like, they're going to take some action and okay. take some moving forward. So whatever. And I've also thought of like, be you or follow through. Like, I think especially be you when I put things through that lens, as I was kind of talking about at the beginning of the episode, that if it lines up with who I know I am and how I know I operate best, then it's going to be a good choice. And so, yeah, I don't have the word nailed down yet, but I think it will be of some sort of action, some sort of like, all right, now let's get after it. Yeah. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah. Again, and we're going to make stuff happen in 2023. Yeah. Okay. Now I have a question because you had a secondary word last year. I did. Oh, dang it. Uh-huh. What was Magic. it? Oh, well. <laughs> and that's the first time I remember you having a secondary word. So yeah. it stood out to me that like it was sort of a pairing. So would you say that you dropped magic or did yeah, magic Yeah, I would say the magic died. I would say the magic was... <laughs> It a, a large fire extinguisher came and just sprayed all over it and oh, said, no. screw you, magic. Oh, no. Well, maybe maybe magic will creep back up this next year, just organically because it kind of got dropped. Yeah. No. Yeah. This was not a magical year. This was a it, if if it was dark magic. <laughs> being used to ruin my life (laughs) then yeah there was a lot of that but it didn't quite have the sparkle (laughs) I anticipated so yeah no there was no Disney like anything to my year well, and what I remember you saying about it was that you were going to try to bring the magic, like you were going to try to make things a little more special for for the kids. And like you were going to dig into that a little bit. And and little did I know it would become such a year of survival. Well, but that's interesting, isn't it? Because all you could focus on was steady, right? It was just yeah. staying afloat. That's really all you had to do. So that extra, that little bit of extra, that little bit of intention and making something special, it just wasn't there. But I feel like that sort of ties in with what you're saying this next year. So maybe it's like just a, just a two part, like you learned how to be steady and now you learn how to go a little deeper and bring some of that out. Maybe. I don't know. I think if anything, I don't, I don't know that there were like the glossy magical moments with my kids, but I think They've all kind of had this maturing in this past year. And I mean, I know our kids are constantly doing that, but it feels like a lot of them have made like these big steps into other like sections of childhood, you know, to have a 16 year old, almost 17 year old. That's a very different thing than a middle schooler. And Mm -hmm. he's like solidly in high school now. Like last year, he was just a freshman. It was all new. He was, you know, but he's like solidly becoming a man now. And then my middle schooler is on the tail end of middle school and towers over me. And there's been a maturing in him and different things in him that are like, okay, we're, we're hitting a different place in our relationship. And then my 10 year old has solidly become a preteen and 
there's different things about our relationship and helping her navigate those tween years. And then my youngest one went from like really feeling like, oh, she's the baby of the family to like, oh, she's like (laughs) reading and has opinions and like she's a fully formed person now at almost eight years old. And so it feels like they all hit these new milestones in their lives. And while we may not have had like a lot of specifically magical moments, I feel like each of our relationships is developing in a different way and in a personal way with each and every one of them. Mm. And so it may not have been the magic that I had anticipated or wanted to create, but I do think that those relationships are getting fostered and I'm seeing each of them individually and that that's a good thing. So, Mm. yeah. Pretty darn good. It's hard. (laughs) It's not always fun, but it's there. So, well, and it wouldn't be as possible if you weren't steady in their life and taking on the brunt of a lot of everything else so that they could focus on growing up. Yeah. And having that safe space to do it in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that has taken me deciding to be steady, deciding to not get worked up over, you know, it's like the not sweating the small stuff, which I don't always do a good job of, but I feel like I'm doing better of an effort to, to be more steady. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I feel, I feel ready to shed 2022 and be like, okay, all right. What, what are we doing in 2023? Let's just make it happen. So yeah, I, I feel ready for my own reasons. Just I'm, I'm tired of feeling weak. I'm ready to take my business to the next level. I'm ready to heal my knee. I'm ready to like, just get back to like, I've learned it. I got it. I can't control anything. Okay. But can we just, can we get on the other side of this now? I can get back to center and not feel like I'm just so far to the left that it's just hard to get bearings. Yeah. Well, and I feel like that even in some of my health stuff too, because that was another area that I've had challenges in and struggles in this last year. And I'm just so tired of feeling tired all the time. And I've learned about so many tools and I've gained so many tools for feeling better and getting better. And, but I know I haven't been as consistent with them or worked at them the way that I want to, or like, I know I need to be moving my body more and doing those kinds of things. And I just haven't been because I've just been so tired. And some of it for me in 2023 is pushing through that and being like, yeah, you're going to be tired, but you're, there are rewards that you want to reap. And the only way that you're going to be able to do them is if you get after it and you get some stuff done. So just do it. Mm. So. Yeah. Maybe that's what that maybe that's what my phrase of the year is going to be like Nike. Just do it. <laughs> Get after it. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you tell yourself that a lot. I know. I know. I feel protective of you, like, no, let's not make that your word. Okay. <laughs> or your focus. Let's make it a little more um loving towards yourself, a little yeah. more gentle or like same concept, but yeah. And I always have a hard time of balancing that of like, yeah. well, I have to be hard on myself so that I can get it done. But yes, but, but yeah, but uh-huh. yeah. so I don't know what the word will be yet, but it'll be something along those lines, but hopefully not too mean. <laughs> That's my one request. Yes. Nice. 
nice to it. Be nice to myself. <laughs> Okay. Well, I don't know that this was like the uplifting (laughs) episode that I had (laughs) hoped to bring everyone for our wrap up for the year, but I think it's an honest distillation of where we're at. Yeah. And, and that it's okay to not be following all of the rules of how to figure out what you want the next year to look like or how you want to do your dreaming or how you want to do your goal setting. Like it's okay to look at where you're at right now and look at your own personality and unique circumstances and work from there in whatever way is going to make sense for you. Yeah. So hopefully that's what people got out of this. This is our last episode of the year. We are taking next week off, but I will be back the first week in January. And We'll be getting after it. So (laughs) in a nice way, in a nice way. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for joining me so much throughout this year on the podcast, Katie. It's been a joy and a pleasure. as always. Yeah. All right. We'll talk soon. Okay. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. All right, ladies, that's it for this episode. There weren't a ton of links mentioned today, but if you want to find anything that we did talk about or links to any of our sponsors or all of that good stuff, then you can find all of those links over at mackenziecoppacom slash podcast. You can click on the podcast episode there. We've also got all of our past podcasts. So last week when we were talking about our favorite content and any of our favorite products or skincare or any of that kind of thing, you can find all of those episodes there. You can also swipe up in whatever app you are listening to the podcast on and be able to find those things really easily there. One last mention before I let you go for this episode and this year is that Beauty Counter, my favorite beauty brand that I have been using and loving lately, has a big sale going on. They have all of their holiday sets 40% off. These are a great deal and some really fun products in there. I know a lot of us are just kind of spent out this Christmas season, but if you want to get some things at a really great deal, help yourself to have some really beautiful skincare or makeup, clean makeup, heading into 2023, then you can go to mackenziecoppacom slash beauty counter and be able to access that 40% off sale. Also, if you think that maybe you would like a business opportunity going into 2023, I have a few different business opportunities that I have been working with that I would love to share with you if you just feel like you want to be a part of a team that isn't super salesy and isn't going to just be about like annoying people that you haven't seen since high school and all that kind of thing, but you want to take advantage of being on a really great team of ladies who are building each other up and helping each other to figure out more sustainable streams of income heading into 2023, I would love to chat with you about it. So you can contact me at Mackenzie Coppa on Instagram. Again, you can also get a hold of me at MackenzieCoppaMedia at gmail.com. I would love to chat with you about some of these opportunities. And if Beauty Counter might be one that you feel like you could really authentically share with your friends and family just because it's a product that you really love and maybe people ask you about anyway, you can go to mackenziecoppacom slash beauty counter and sign up there. All right. That's about as much of a pitch as you're ever going to hear from me about any of these opportunities, but I really do love them and they've been making a really big difference in my life these past couple of months. And I'm so grateful for it during a really hard economic time. So, all right. 
That's it, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful Christmas. I will see you back here the first week in January, but up until then, I will have lots of content going on on YouTube and Instagram and in the Live Well Anyway community on Facebook. So be in all of those places. Sign up for the newsletter so you can stay on top of everything at mackenziecoppacom slash news. And until January, go be bold and gracious. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.